This is the Passive Real Estate Podcast, the premier podcast for passive real estate investors. Matt Jones interviews experienced passive investors who share their industry secrets and active investors who show you different ways to invest passively. Welcome back. I'm Matt Jones. And today on the Passive Real Estate Podcast, I welcome Trevor Thompson. Trevor spent the past 45 years working as a vice president, opening and operating attraction type business. The last 20 years with iFly Indoor Skydiving, where he opened 46 of 80 worldwide locations. Over the past few years, he has become passionate about learning about real estate investing. His goal is to help 1,000 people to reach financial independence through real estate investing. He's an avid learner, continually contacting with like-minded people. He is now an active sponsor and is very excited to be partnering with Massive Capital. Welcome, Trevor. Is there anything uh, else uh, you'd like your audience or uh, like the audience to know about you? Yeah, no. Um, I, I love talking about passive investing. Um, you know, uh, I didn't start till later in life, and so I start off everything saying. Don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. <laughs> real estate is an appreciating game. And if you think about it, if I had started when I was younger, it'd be in a totally different situation than I am now. I didn't start till my 50s. And, you know, the same excuses everybody makes, right? I'm afraid of toilets and tennis and trash. I don't understand this. I don't do this. I got no time. I got no money. Um, I made all of those excuses. And now I'm into it. I think, why did I wait? Why did I wait? Yeah, certainly at a certain point, we all have to get out of our own way to uh, be able to yeah. make a better future. So how did you get started in real estate investing? Yeah, so, you know, I, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, like a lot of people did, and it definitely touched me. But unfortunately, you know, I was super busy at work and I just basically put it back on the shelf. No time, no money. Um, put it on the shelf. And then our company did get got bought by a private equity company. It was a substantial tax event for me. And I went, I remember this real estate stuff had a lot of tax advantages and some different things. And I said, I'm not going to wait anymore. So I started getting self-educated, joined a mentoring program, and then started passively investing. And once I, once the light bulb came on, then I got, I went, you know, I've been, I've invested in 22 deals now in less than five years. So I uh, definitely got heavily involved. And, you know, what happened was the epiphany happened to me. I'm actually investing with people that know what they're doing. They're responsible for doing everything. I'm actually a part owner of a real hard asset. So I can go look at it, touch it. I can get updates on it. And you know, and then of course you get cash flow when it happens. You get a sales event when it's all six of my deals have gone full cycle. Um, and it just all the light bulbs started coming on. And I went, I understand that because I opened businesses, I took over businesses and fixed them up like syndications do. So it was really when that light bulb came on. Yep. And, uh, you know, businesses certainly have some tax advantages, but real estate have it has even more. So, yeah. Uh, and so with these deals, are you active on all of them or passive or a bit of both? Yeah. So 20 deals, I've been totally passive and two deals I'm on the active side now. And I switched. I did my job in COVID and decided I'd go work for some 20 year old with an MBA or I'd uh, actually go to the next level, which is to go to the active side and become a deal sponsor. And then, of course, I joined up with Massive Capital, as you mentioned, and that gives me access to a bigger team with some good deal flow. 
Um, and it helps me achieve my goal of a thousand people reaching financial independence. Um, and I want to make sure I'm clear. That's not a thousand people just in with me. That's just saying something that triggers his mind somewhere to go. Don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. Um, and I'm going to do one more cliche thing. Warren Buffett said, you don't find a way to make money while you sleep. You will work until you die. And I was trading time for money. My money never worked for me. And now I'm investing in real estate. My money works for me as a passive investor. Now as an active, a little bit more money because you're adding the time factor back into it. Uh, so I'm going to spend time now working on deals and funding deals and getting things ready. Um, so that's kind of like the, the double effect, but it's not necessary. Not everybody has to do that. Yeah. Uh, and that makes sense. I mean, it depends on what your investment goals are uh, and then you'll make a plan that's going to help you achieve that. But uh, certainly the passive money that you get, the mailbox money is the best kind of money to make in the world. I, I love it. Yeah. And there's one other thing I want to talk about, too, the compounding effect of this money. So, you know, when I say start earlier, I want to use an example. If I was 25 and somehow I had some sort of windfall or save was a really good saver and I had $3,000. And with real estate, we kind of think we're going to double it every five years. So in five years, that becomes 200000 And I reinvested in five years, it becomes 800000 and I reinvested. In five years, it becomes $1.6 million. I reinvested. Five more years, it becomes $3.2 million. So think about it. If my 25-year-old self got his act together, never took that passive income for my lifestyle, but continued to invest it and let the compounding effect of that money work, just think about it. 25 years later, I'd be worth $3.2 million. That's staggering, right? That's when you can now start to live off of that passive income versus trade your time only for money. And that's purely making one investment. Of course, everything going good and being able to find deals to roll it right away. Uh, but it's powerful if you think about it that way. Yep. So now we're heading into uh, 2023. What kind of deals are you focused on finding right now? Yeah, so right now we're looking for loan assumptions, okay, deals that already have fixed interest rates. So the deal I closed, you know, it's 5.1 interest rates, locked in for seven more years. Um, you know, so it, we, we know what we're getting into. There are no surprises, right? Um, still, some deals still work. Real estate always works. You just have to buy it right, finance it right, set it all up right, make sure it happens. When it doesn't work, it's... When you have a plan and then all of a sudden interest rates rise and that wasn't part of the plan, right? So a lot of people unfortunately did get caught, right? They bought it, bought what's called a cap rate and maybe only bought it for one year. And now all of a sudden their interest rates have gone up and they don't have the cash flow or they're struggling to get the cash flow to service the debt. Um, most of those deals won't use cash flow but they still should survive and produce a multiple of the money once the world goes back to normal. And normal is a big word, right? So normal is interest rates four, five, 6%. That's normal, okay? If you look at the history of mankind, what's not normal was two, three, 4% interest rates, and it's not normal six, seven, eight interest rates. So, so we went from abnormal on the left 
to abnormal on right. So that's the big shock on the system, right? And it eventually will readjust itself. But you've got to be careful that your plan, um, you know, in other words, okay, well, it's going to come down in one year because we're not quite sure. Eventually it will come down. Maybe it'll take 18 months. Maybe it'll take 24 months. But, you know, you've got to just make sure you have the right plan because nobody saw this coming, right? Nobody saw it coming. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you would have asked me 10 years ago what real estate would be like today, or even one year ago, I would have been wrong. So, uh, yeah, you know, and, and what, what it's going to be like one year from now, I'm not sure. But like you said, real estate is a long-term play. And so, yes. you know, if you can set it up and operate it right, like you say, uh, so that it can ride through any tough times that are going to happen, and they inevitably happen, uh, and ride it to the other side, uh, you're going to do well. Yeah. And I'm no economist, right? Yes, there's people getting laid off and it's terrible and all the things, but there's still more jobs than there are people looking for jobs, right? So it's still a, you know, pretty, it's not like there's no jobs, right? Everything's shut down like it happened at COVID or even the crash of 2008. That was a bank failure. That wasn't real estate failure. That was a bank failure. Um, and totally different, right? This is just an economic event. Um, nothing's failing, right? I mean, businesses are doing well. You go to dinner, um, the restaurants are still full. There's still things happening. You know, my Amazon truck to my neighborhood every day delivering people's stuff. So the world is still chugging along. It's just, it's a little different world. And you've got to make sure that with the money you're investing is with people that understand those those what's happening and buys right exactly so you know with these you know, 20 deals that you've invested passively with uh, you know you've probably done uh, i'm assuming multiple syndication sponsors uh yes. or have they all been the same no that multiples so how do you find and vet syndication sponsors to find the good ones yeah so the most important is the who so i call that the jockey right so the person that you're going to give your money to is the important jockey so i spend a lot of time in it once I identify some people that I've heard about and I like, I start listening to all of their podcasts, whether they're hosts or they're guests, mostly when they're guests, because they answer questions and do things. And I start to get comfortable with the way they think. Then I start looking at their deals. I start attending their webinars where they're presenting the deals. And then if you can be taken seriously enough, they'll often send you past historical reports on their deals. So you can look at their deals. So you get very comfortable with the who. So that's the sponsor. Then that the horse is the asset class, right? So I'm invested in everything from C value to A plus new builds. So I've spread across different asset classes and I did that for my own personal diversification, but what asset class? And then of course the third thing is the track and that's the where. So I've invested in pro-business friendly states. So I'm in Texas, Arizona, North and South Carolina. There's other places, but I picked those mostly because Texas, because I live here. So I can go see the assets before I invest in them. I can, you know, touch them, feel them, do whatever. And 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 or they're places with great population growth and great job growth. And then the other thing to look at is assumptions reasonable. So one of the things you can do is, okay, we're going to bump rents to $1,000. Okay, go on stat or somewhere and see what's the average income within a mile or three miles of the property. If it's not $3,000 a month, three times the rent, they can't afford $1,000. So the 
quick checkbox, right? Is it in a ghetto area or is it in a nice area? Is it an area where you would live, right? If you visit properties, visit them at night. It's amazing how much different they look at night. Um, and it's hard to do all of those things, but as a pastor, you should do some of those things for sure until you find somebody that you feel more comfortable with. Yep, I agree. So throughout your passive investing experience, what's a problem that you've encountered and how was it handled? Yeah, so I would say the biggest problem is lack of communication and transparency. Um, and I'll tell you, if they're already not communicating and not transparent, I've been at a pretty big loss to get them transparent and communicating. So it's very frustrating. So, of course, I won't invest with those people again. You know, I want to know what's going on. I want accurate updates. Um, I want to get information. On the opposite, all the deals that I'm in that are performing well, they are communicating. They're doing monthly newsletters, quarterly sometimes. Um, you know, they're giving updates. Anything critical happens. Um, you know, they're, they're giving more than just like some financial report. They're talking about their community events and what they're doing and how they've spent their money on their on their plans to renovate the property. There's one DM in, they send you a link and it's got, it tracks their construction budget and photos of, you know, the new playground and photos of the pool being finished. And, you know, I love that. And you can ask for past reports to see if they're giving these things right um, before you give them their, and if they won't give them to you, don't give them your money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, don't give them your money. Yep. And another thing I like to do is ask for, or to talk to some of their uh, passive investors that they already have. Yeah. So I can get some. You know, yeah. And they'll give you a list. You got to dig deeper than their list because their list is only people that they know like them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you need to try to find the person. I wouldn't even say that doesn't like them, but has concerns and just see what, what, what are your concerns and, and what they've done to address them. And one other thing too, is total transparency is very important. So my best deal to date was from some sponsors that presented on a deal that, that they had a lot of trouble with and they managed to put off, but didn't quite meet pro investor projections. And people would think, Trevor, why in the world did you invest with them? I invested with them because they were honest, they were transparent, and they learned a lesson. And they were telling you what lesson they learned. And to date, it's been my best investment to date. Um, you know, went full cycle in only 20 months. A very happy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. And yeah. so with uh, Massive Capital, like uh, these you know, loan assumption deals that you're looking for, how are you finding those deals right now? Yeah, so once you start being able to buy stuff, amazing how many people, like when you, when a broker finds out, because right now it's a little tough, right? Finding people to buy things, things. So when they found out you're, you're successful in closing some deals in some area, because um, again, the landscape has changed, right? Before, I, I used to joke now when brokers send me deals, they're desperate, right? Because they don't know me. I'm, I've only closed a couple of deals and now I'm with a little bigger team that's closed some deals. But but now they're hunting for people that can close deals, right? Because they close a deal and get a commission. And so, you know, we did a deal in San Antonio, for example, and this was pre-massive, but with another group. And I got sent five deals in the area that were also loan assumptions, very similar. Um, we made offers on all of them, but 
Um, sellers still haven't quite come down to realistic terms. Yeah, I, I'm noticing that as well. There's certainly that delta uh, between what the sellers are want. They they want the prices that before when the um, interest rates were low. Uh, yeah. And of course, you know we can't offer that now. So, uh, are you ready for a speed round? I am. Okay. What's your favorite part about passive real estate investing? Getting those checks. Getting those checks. And what do you know now about passive real estate investing that you wish you knew when you first got started? Yeah. So just some of the things I talked about, like verifying rent and and neighborhoods. You know, um, they just they said they were going to bump the rents up to, and it, it was only two times income, and it just they never achieved it. And what's a book that you can recommend to passive investors? Yeah, so Passive Investors is a book by James Kamasami called Passive Investing. All right, I'll put that in the show notes. And how can our listeners get in contact with you if they want to learn more about what you have going on? Yeah, so the easiest is on LinkedIn. So you got to remember the K in my name, K. Trevor Thompson. And LinkedIn only because I accept more people. I also have a Facebook group called Earn and Learn because I want people to be educated and I want you to earn money and learn while you're doing it. So you can join my group there as well. Um, and my email is simply trevor at massive.capital. No even.com, just massive, trevor at massive.capital. All right, I'll include that in the show notes as well. And is there anything else you want to mention that we haven't covered so far? You know, I just, th this fact of just making sure that you don't wait. Um, you know, and I know a lot of investments have higher minimums and things. There are ways that you can get into deals, right? So I've got some friends at $50,000 with the minimum and 10 friends put $10,000 each in an LLC and invested, right? Just be creative. Don't, don't say, well, I'm going to wait till I have this. Um, be creative and figure out a way that your money starts working for you versus you working for your money. I love it. All right. Well, thank you, Trevor, and have a great rest of your day. No, it was my pleasure. Glad to talk. Subscribe to this podcast to stay updated on new episodes. Leave a review to let us know that you enjoy the content. There are tons of ways to invest in real estate that you can explore by reading Matt Jones's book called Book About Real Estate. It summarizes many top real estate books all in one. Find it on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, Google Play, or barnesandnoble.com. If you want to learn more about passive real estate investing, go to hawkwingcapital.com.